Ladies and gentlemen, Jason B. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, wherever you're at. Welcome to Good Vibes with Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. It is Wednesday. It is what, May 29th, I believe. And we have lots of things to talk about or good things to talk about. But I want to point out a few things. First, my humble appreciation from PDE, Life in Alaska. Thank you for the intro. I love his freestyle rap. If you haven't checked him out, he is definitely a station to check out. So if you are on the Anchor app, check out PDE, Life in Alaska. He's definitely a guy to listen to. He's a freestyle rapper, very creative guy, very interactive, and definitely someone I follow. So take that opportunity to do that. Today, we're going to talk about a little about talking yourself out of your own opportunities. And we're also going to talk a bit, little bit about networking. How do we network? How do we build a network? How do we create the opportunity from networking? Uh, that's going to be one of the important um, episodes for today or it, segments. So stay tuned. We're going to talk about it in just a moment. And, you know, also, I want to say thank you for all the listeners that I've gotten lately. I appreciate your involvement. There have been some messages, private messages and emails. So if you ever want to email me or contact me and you don't want your message put out on the air, but you wanted to share or express your thought process, take the opportunity to email me at goodvibesjasonb at gmail.com. It's a perfect time to do that. And also, if you have the time and the ability get on to anchor.fm send me a voice message let me know your thought process the more that we're involved the more that we talk about things the more things get resolved remember it also takes action too so that's my motivational moment to get you started out with so stay tuned and we're going to talk about the first are you talking yourself out of opportunity Okay, so let's get going. Have you ever talked yourself out of doing something great or maybe something possibly that's going to lead you to your next career, your new opportunity, a moneymaker that's going to be more fulfilling than what you already have, or even making a new friendship, becoming a part of a new association, or being able to enjoy life in a better way, but you thought you said, I can't do this. I'm not fit. I don't have the knowledge. I'm not sure if they'll accept me. It seems like it's pretty hard. Whatever it may be, the doubt creators, the thought process that interrupt your life a lot of times, it's not usually coming from other people. It's coming from yourself. But how do you daily talk to yourself and talk yourself up to the situation and up to the opportunity? I was watching a fellow podcaster on their Instagram today and they were so nervous and they were so excited of 
the place that they were in, and I'm not going to say any names because that really doesn't need, but I want to help motivate you in thinking that anything is possible. The real point and the, the most important point in the matter is, are you taking the opportunity to create an opportunity? One of the things that I learned what we're going to end up talking about in the next segment networking is not being afraid. Now, I can say like in high school and grade school, yeah, I wasn't the most outgoing person and I was pretty shy. But one of the things that I always express to so many of my friends and so many other people, if you're not asking and you're not curious, you're never going to find. Just like a treasure hunter, sometimes it just takes a little bit of courage to say, hey, I'm interested in this. What do you have to offer and what is it that you do? You know, and a lot of times anyone who has a business, a side hustle, they're more than willing to talk about what they're doing and how they're doing it. What about travel clubs? Have, you know, Gary V was saying that so many people don't travel enough and that we're so close minded here in the United States. And it's right. He's true. Have you ever talked yourself out of a vacation? How can I afford in a vacation? Well, to get to that point, we're going to that's going to be on a different episode. But if you've listened to some of my uh, debt management episodes or um, sacrifice to success, which I just produced yesterday, we're going to give you tips of a game plan and a roadmap to be able to get you into that position. But if you're always putting it on a hope, a wish, or a dream, more than likely you won't achieve it unless you put action and belief and confidence in what you're doing. So I'll, talking about these negative inner voices that talk you out of the opportunity, unless you're absolutely told it's impossible, you cannot do it. You do not have what we need. And even then, you know, that has a limitation. Sometimes it's coming all, you know, sometimes the, the negative builders came from our own household, our own family. I remember at times that I was told, Jason, you're just a little bullshitter. You're a liar, all this crap. And you know, I was always groomed that way, you know, like you shouldn't focus on that. You shouldn't think about that. You know, when I was told you won't be able to get a college degree, I went and got one. You aren't going to be able to go to law school. I went and did it. The thing is about opportunity is everything has a cost, a consequence, and definitely has obstacles. If we're always looking about how hard things are, it gives room for the doubts to creep in. So it creates that message, that idea that when you think about whatever it is you desire, say like you want to go to Hawaii, but you work only make $12 an hour. Well, what is it your true desire, you know, that you're buying now? So just a little, an example, if you're buying things to make yourself feel good, does that give the room and the platform for the doubts to begin? Well, I'll just buy myself a little something here that's just going to make me feel good. I was observing some kids the other day at my daughter's swim practice and they were just talking like, oh yeah. Um, and they were talking about shoes and they were saying, oh, well, I need to get some Jordans. And some of these kids can't really afford a 200 or $300 pair of Jordans, let alone a $100 pair of Jordans. But they were saying that these shoes are going to make me look fly to a point. But then they were saying, man, I want to also this summer, I wish I could go to uh, some kind of water park, you know, and 
my daughter just was like, she looked at me and she said, dad, dad, do you hear what they're saying? And I said, yeah, I had the same conversation with you a year ago. So when we want to do things, are we setting ourselves up to do the fun things later? Sometimes the sacrifices are only just for a little while. And sometimes they're longer than needed be, but it goes into the practices of how you operate your daily life and your thought process. This is so important. Have you talked yourself out what we're really talking about? Have you created so much doubt and oppression within yourself that you can't do it? I don't think that there isn't a thing that you can't accomplish in life. You know, um, it's just the willingness and the opportunity. Are you creating opportunity? Now, some things you can't quite do. I don't think there's the ability at current time to walk on walls or walk on water. But I mean, that's just kind of a given. And we have to understand that when we go through all of this, you know, uh, we have to take in the opportunity to say, do I need it? Do I want it? Or it's just a part of my grand scheme of the things that I want in my life that are really going to make me happy. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I feel that when you say, screw the doubt, screw the impossibility, screw the the criticisms, no matter who it's coming from, even from yourself, you're just going to have to, what I call Geronimo. Geronimo was a famous Native American who, you know, didn't take any crap, fought against the United States, um, literally all the time. And he didn't accept defeat and he took courageous moments when it was like certain death. Now, some people like my old school way, if you were afraid of like, say like jumping off, um, a cliff to jump into water, like we used to do, like in the rivers to jump into a lake or whatever. And it was so high, seemed so scary. You're like, Oh, is something going to happen to me? Um, you know, we used to say, okay, take a leap of faith and you'd say Geronimo. And and I just learned that. And it came from my dad's generation or even further, you know, people used to say it in Western. So you like when they jump or take a courageous moment, Geronimo, you know? So for me, I've continued that, that practice. I've continued that, you know, when it's scary and it just seems like I don't have quite the opportunity to do those things create opportunity. And just like I've said before, create resource. When you create resource, you can do whatever you want. It's, it's when you're coming from a lack, can you coming from the lack to make opportunities so that you have abundance and create, you know, a flow successful people, most successful people didn't weren't born with a silver spoon in their mouths. And it's been said by many different people and I can't isolate who exactly has said it, but it's been said around me you know, um, that the most successful people in the world came from a poor, poor background. Now the human spirit is, is designed off the idea of thrive, achieve goal, goal setting and goal getting. But if you've talked yourself out of, because it seems so hard or that you weren't good enough, maybe you weren't thin enough. Maybe you weren't muscle enough. Maybe you weren't fat enough, whatever it may be. You should never, ever, 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 ever let those things get in your way. And yes, I'm preaching this because you know what? There have been times where I've been scared. I worked for as a waiter for 15 years and I didn't think, well, I need, 
I'll give you an example of my own self. Well, I don't have Microsoft, you know, office training. I don't know how to use Excel or Word, but you know what? That didn't stop me. And those little things from, you know, I used to think, well, I'm going to have to earn my way up, you know, start from working as a legal file clerk or legal assistant or whatever, a front desk person. I'm going to have to donate my time. You know, these were all ingredients to make me who I am today. Now, it doesn't mean that you always have to take the long way, but it's a part of the ingredients of the process. And it doesn't mean that you need to go and skip steps either. Sometimes you just need to look for the opportunity and find the goal itself. Visualize the goal and notice that what you're doing within the goal is going to serve you and serve others. I've said this before. You've got to be of service. And what are you willing to exchange with the universe? Yes, I said the universe. When you pray, when you think about it, whatever your goal is, when you think about that opportunity and say, okay, I'm willing to go and do this in exchange for this. That's how it works. Laws of attraction works that way. Can't say it any better than that. You know, if you really, if I really think about it, but a lot of times people will say, well, I don't have the right shoes or I don't have the right clothes or, you know, they'll make excuses if you really think about it and making excuses only hurts you. Like for me, I've been working on my loan restructuring for my student loans and it's been a hassle because it's like some, I mean, when I work and when I actually have time to sit down, it's like the people that I need to contact to help me do this, they're done and gone. But I said to myself, you know what, Jay, you just got to do this. We're going to have to make some point appointment time to go and do exactly this so that we can get this so that we're not hurt later, you know? and every it's like imagine yourself like the person that has to go to a jungle village and you got to carry water from the stream to a well and you got to do it every day because you use that well water to cook to clean whatever it may be your daily uses but you got to add you know you got to take you can't just take you can't just take all the water out of your well and not think that you got to replace it so you know, what you're using is what you're giving to at the same time. So imagine how many pails of water does it take to fill up your well, your personal well of wealth, your personal well of abundance, of happiness. Happiness does not come for free and it's not easy either. Happiness is something that you've got to struggle for at times. And sometimes it just comes so easy. It's just the value in what you put things in. And when doubts come into play, it interrupts you. Now, I remember in high school, I used to run track and field and I ran the hurdles. And I remember my freshman year, um, there was only two people, two people that wanted to run the hurdles. And I was a cross country runner. I was a long distance runner at, you know, back then. But I also remember my, my idol at the time from the 1984 games, Edwin Moses, and how he used to fly over those hurdles. You know, he ran the 400 meter and I was like, man, I really want to do that, but I'm not a sprinter. I'm not a, you know, I'm, I'm the guy that takes a little bit of going, but once I'm going, I can keep going and I don't stop. So I talked to my coach and I remember coach Baker. Um, and I said to him, Hey, I know you want me to run the mile and the 800 and whatnot, but I want to do the hurdles. What do you think? Well, if you think you can do it and you want to learn, go for it. 
So I can't tell you how many times that when I was learning the hurdles, I, how many hurdles I hit, tripped over, ran, fell, ate dirt, whatever. But eventually I got really good. And I got so good by practicing and plotting and planning, not by the doubts of where I, I what I had and where I came from, but by the simple fact of desire that I wanted to achieve something. And here's the great things that I got to achieve. I got to go in 1990, I believe it was, I got to the San Antonio Jun AAU Junior Olympic Games and I qualified. I mean, I had to go through several different qualifying meets and I went to the AAU junior Olympic games and I made it for the 110 high hurdles, which I finished dead last. Cause I just freaked out. And, um, then I ran the 400, which I got a gold medal for, and I'm very happy that I achieved that, but it was like on the road to, I, I did what I said I was going to do. I was going to learn how to run the hurdles and run them well. Now, back in those days, I wanted to go to the Olympic Games like Edwin Moses, but for some reason, I lost my way, and I started getting myself wrapped up and involved with relationships that never served me or never helped me, and it was a learning curve, and so I got cocky, and I ended up losing, and I didn't go on to college like in track and field like I wanted to, and I joined the Navy, but you know, hey, everything happens for a reason, but the point is, is that when you're on your road to success, there's going to be the obstacles that really baffle you and don't give you the idea of how can this be possible? Everyone always asks the how, but they don't ask the why. The why is never important enough. It's the how, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get a better career? How am I going to be fit? How am I going to do, you know, change my whole situation? When you know your why, the how becomes irrelevant. When you know your why, you know that you're going to go forward. You're going to find, you're going to read books or you're going to talk to the right people. Even if you don't, <coughs> excuse me, if you don't feel right in talking to so many different people, you know, and you're scared because you're, what if you're introverted and you're just not a social person? You're going to have to take the courage to just even start with asking one question. And from one question, you ask another. And from that information that you receive, it gives you the water that you're putting in your well, the water that's going to be able to feed your, feed your family, hydrate you, be able to cook, be able to clean. So you have to think that it's not how heavy the pails of water you got to carry down the trail to the well. It's the why. When you think about that water that you need to drink from and others who you love and you support and even people you don't even know you have, you can't think about the how now there's important times where you do need to think about how, and sometimes how can create strategy. A strategy really is the how, but when your why is so important and you want to be answered your how becomes a part of the process that you need to learn to enjoy. And I'll be honest, I don't always enjoy the process. Sometimes I'm stubborn. I just don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? But in the long run, I know from my experience and other things that I've done that why I'm doing this is important. And I'm not letting roadblocks or distractors get in my vision to stop me. 
you know, um, I can remember a time where I was afraid of certain cultures. I didn't, you know, or I didn't, I, I thought certain things of people, you know, but then I was like, you know what? Screw that. What do I have to, what do I have to lose or risk? Whatever. And I remember my, one of my girlfriends would say, well, why are you always asking the questions? Aren't you afraid? I'm like, if I don't ask, I don't find out how, you know, and if I just assume I let the doubts build up to be mountains. So I want you to take this opportunity. If there's something that you truly desire, something that you really want to be or do, I want you to think about why you want to do it and fixate it and visualize what it will be like to enjoy it. For me, um, one of my things is I want to buy a Spanish style home. Um, I want it to be an older home and I'm visualizing it and it's going to be my marker. One of my goals. Now it doesn't matter how much money it's going to cost. It doesn't matter, you know, how long it's going to take. It's the purpose of, I want it. I want it to serve me. I want my home to serve my family to be able to, you know, be a home base of my operations. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I want it to serve other things. I want to entertain and have people over. I love being social. So if you haven't taken that opportunity to stop talking yourself out of your own opportunities and stop being your own roadblock, I would suggest do it today. Take that moment and say, you know what? Enough's enough. I'm going to make this happen. Well, we're going to go on to our next segment about networking and, um, networking is a big subject. It's not something that it's easily talked to talked about, but what I've learned about networking came from when I was a waiter and a bartender, you know, so we're going to talk about that and stay tuned and we'll be right back. Okay. Networking. It's a really important thing that you have to do for survival in this day and age. Networking creates communication and avenues for opportunities. Have you actually invested your time and resources in networking? There's so many different platforms, even here on Anchor, podcasting period. Sometimes networking, talking to somebody who could be from the line of down under, Asia, China, Japan, or even in the Middle East, or even here across from the United States. Say like you're somebody like me in California, it's learning from somebody who's in New York or maybe Florida or South Carolina. It doesn't matter where it comes from, but the possibilities and opportunities for yourself through networking are endless. But what if you're a person who's been shy, you've been scared, you're not sure what to say, what to ask, or where to begin? That's what we're going to talk about right here and now, networking. Now, a few of the platforms that I'm beginning to use are LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Well, Instagram and Facebook, I've, I've been using for a while, but mostly for social. But I didn't realize the power of even being social was networking in itself. Now, some people post their personal drama and things, and I'm no angel to that. I've done it, I guess, in my past. But what it really does is it creates a dialogue or a pathway for you to be able to voice out or, or even express your ideas. Maybe you have the same mindset or ideas as others. Maybe your interests are like others and you don't have to feel so alone. 
you know, whenever I thought about networking in the past, it's like, you got to be the ultra business guy, you know, or business person, you got to have all this experience. But what I didn't realize is that I already had those skills to begin with. I used to put myself down. I was just a waiter and I'm going to school and I'm going to become, but school can only really teach you so much. It's your people skills, your understanding, your awareness that really is going to help your situation get so much better. So I started learning about networking when I became a waiter. I had to sell something. I had to communicate to people. I had to learn to entertain, talk story, and enjoy so much. Um, And I had to be able to read the situation. And sometimes to me, my personality was a little bit too overwhelming. But at the same time, my personality was working great and attracted attention. I started learning about how to talk, what to say, when not to say, or just take a step back. A lot of these skills were honed and learned. Now, so many people have moved to the technological side. So they use like LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and all this other stuff to an extreme atmosphere. But it's like, there are good ways of using network. I was listening. I'm, I've been a listener of the crazy Asian Sherman. Um, he has a podcast and he talks about social networking and leveraging and all that good stuff. You know, it doesn't take many episodes to listen to him and obviously know he knows what he's talking about and how to leverage those avenues of using social media and social networking apps and applications or avenues for your benefit. What about if there's a job that you were always curious about, but you didn't know how to get to it? You thought, maybe I don't have enough education, but then you found out you already had the skills. Time and time again, that is what happens. A lot of people feel that you got to have this extra training to do almost anything. Well, this day and age, creativity is getting the job more than just job experience. Though job experience is important because they're all ingredients about what makes you who you are and how you deliver it, you know, your business. So one of the first things to practice to beginning networking is you're going to have to do some social adjustments. So say like you're that introvert and you don't want too much attention to yourself and you don't want to be recognized. You're going to have to unfortunately shed that cape. You know, you don't need to hide. So one of the first basic steps I would tell you to do is when you walk around and you're out in public, hold your head up, hold your head up smile a lot, walk with a smile. Even if it, you feel it looks crazy and no one's going to look at you, maybe your teeth messed up, who doesn't matter. When you make this a habit and training yourself to hold your head up high, you're training yourself to have confidence. The beginnings of communication is sometimes just the visual, how you look, where you're looking, what do you have, what you're projecting, what you're vibrating. It doesn't really matter what it is, but it's the beginnings of networking. So the second step is, like I said, you know, walk, walk around, then smile, greet even the average, you know, you don't have to greet every single person, but maybe do every fifth person you see on the street. Good afternoon. Smile. doesn't matter. Male, female, child begin to recognize and you will be recognized. When you greet people with a smile, when you greet people with a, even when you're scared inside 
to, you know, I don't want to say something to the wrong guy, you know, there's nothing wrong with even, even in the ghetto, I've used it, you know, um, I've been in downtown Oakland, you know, or parts that you don't want to be in. And I'm looking for some pieces of information and, you know, it's like, how you doing? Good afternoon. Most people are not going to have an adverse reaction to that. And some people, you know, might challenge you, but if you go with a confident spirit, how you doing? Good to see you, you know, smile at them, not a smirk, not an attitude, but even if you're afraid, you're going to have to change certain things. The next piece I would suggest on networking is what if there's a, a profession you want to get into? Um, there was a podcaster who was interested in maybe wedding planning, but didn't didn't know, or they were talking themselves. Like I was talking about, don't talk yourself out of your opportunity. They're saying, I don't know if I could do this. And they wanted to say like wedding plan. And it's like, you can do it. You know, one of the next most important things is after you've learned engagement on a social atmosphere and not even getting to the computer or an app or whatever, and you've, you've voiced out your voice, no matter how it sounds, smiling acknowledging others as you're being acknowledged you're learning confidence you're training your mind your body for confidence and walking with confidence gets you the deal or the object or whatever you want so taking that opportunity to say okay we're going to do this so like you've obviously we're building your personality up you're building even if you're scared shitless you know Sometimes say like there's an event like, uh, okay. Most recent thing I went to like a, a gardening show and nursery. And I really, I'm really curious about gardening because it makes my home look beautiful, but I don't know. I'm not a farmer. I've not, you know, I, where do I begin? Where do I start? This is what so many people ask. What's the right plant to plant? Well, the first thing that I started doing was, as I went up to one of the people that works in the event and I just started asking questions like, Hey, you know, how, how did you get started? Or what do I start out with? You know, it doesn't even matter. Like, or even just point out, Hey, does this orange tree, you know, does it take a lot of water? You know, people always want to talk about themselves, believe it or not. People always want to express the different ideas that they can possibly have, you know, about their business there's trade shows, there's constant things. There's always an avenue for someone trying to sell you something. And if you're asking the right questions, you never know what you might get. So the next big step is start asking questions. Or if you're afraid to build a dialogue the first time, say, Hey, you know what? Um, do you mind if I take your business card so I can look up some of this information, you know, maybe not now, but, and a lot of times at events, you get business cards. This is the next part of the, the elements that's going to make networking really worth your time and make you an opportunist as opposed to someone who's just like hoping and wishing. The next big step is, and it is, it is difficult at times, I will have to admit, is creating the networking platforms. Now, there are LinkedIn, there is Facebook, there is Instagram, there are so many different social media networking platforms 
building your contacts and who you're associating with is a really, really big deal. Because if you associate with the wrong people, it could ruin your situation or maybe it distracts you. So surround yourself with the kind of people and the kind of business that you're, the direction you're heading for your life can make a world of difference. And sometimes there are people who are not exactly in that field, but believe it or not, they are a tool and a connection to another field. Um, a few of my, where I started networking is there's a couple guys from where I go to church, my men's group. I just started there. You know, I mean, I'm in contact with engineers, postmen, uh, entrepreneurs. I mean, it, whatever your fickles, your fancy, it doesn't matter, but you can always make an opportunity, even sometimes with someone who's not in your field, but be mindful. Think about the vibration, how they talk. Are they complaining? Are they just always trying to, you know, fluff you? That's where your personal observation skills come in handy. So you built the plot. You're starting to build the platform, build a dialogue on my LinkedIn. I am sending out messages. Hey, I'm interested in the field of work that you're in. Do you have a moment to answer a few questions? My name is Jason. You know, that's like one of the most basic one-on-ones, the intro. And I tell you what, a lot of times I have received warm responses. People want to talk. What are you, what are you interested? What are you selling? What are you into? You know, that's your opportunity to say, I'm interested in this field. And believe it or not, that's how I've gotten some of the work that I've received, some of the clients, some of the business that I've really appreciated to now. And some, even the closest friends that I have is from me asking the questions, you know, and it really can apply to any interest you have, even if it's just entertainment, you know, um, so, so on and forth, so forth. Well, this is the basics about networking. So in, you know, continuing of this whole episode, you know, when you, you know, when I titled it, you know, are you talking yourself out of opportunity? This goes into it and this is just another skill. So if you're scared, it's okay, but you know what? Take a leap of faith, jump out into it, go for it. You have nothing to lose. What's the worst that's going to happen? Someone's going to say no. So anyhow, that's all the time I have for Good Vibes with Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast for the day. I hope you all have a prosperous day. Again, if you have any voice messages, concerns, ideas, if you have input and you are a master at networking, please call in. I would love to hear from you. It, it doesn't matter what walk of life you are. I am interested in your input. So send me a voicemail. If you're listening to me on other platforms, I appreciate your time. If you haven't had the time to download anchor.fm, you can do that. If you want to just email me, goodvibesjasonb at gmail.com. Thanks for your time. You all have a great day. Hey, Jason. It's your girl, Sheena Diane. I love the new intro, by the way. Awesome. And wow, your episode about networking and talking yourself out of stuff was definitely a good one. Um, I almost talked myself out of becoming a life coach and I know you follow me, so you kind of know what's going on. But uh, for those of you who don't, um, I had a awesome dream about becoming a coach. And I tried to talk myself out of it about 100 times. And it just wouldn't leave me alone. This dream just kept popping back in my head. And I didn't want to go back to school. And I just kept being very negative and like, no, this isn't, this isn't for me. It was just a dream. It was stupid. And then all of a sudden, when I really just let myself stop fearing, all of these opportunities opened up. The school that I was 
always wanting to go to the one that was exactly um, what I wanted to learn opened up into my path um, after looking at hundreds of different schools. So the exact school that I was looking for just popped right into my view through my email. And when I opened it up and I started reading about it, I was like, yes, this is exactly what I've been looking for. And when I signed up for the school at the time, I didn't realize that it was an actual college and I was going to get an actual certification and um, go into classes like a college classes. I didn't realize that at the time. And the school started that following week because it was the spring semester and I had no idea. So it was like once I let go of that fear. Once I stopped doubting myself and stopped saying, no, I can't do it, you know, once I let the universe take over, it was like, yeah, here you go. This is exactly what you want. And now that I'm in class and what I'm learning is that I already knew a lot of this stuff. You know what I mean? Like you were saying, I already had a lot of these skills, so I know that I'm on the right path. And as far as networking, I mean, networking doesn't have to be just for business or jobs. I look at it like this. I've been able to network with you and so many other people here on Anchor, and every time I've got a message from you guys, it's always been what I needed to hear. There's been so many times that I've been in the depths of despair and a message from you, Gigi, Maria, Jason, will just pop me right out of it. It's like you guys knew that I needed to hear from you, or in other words, the universe knew that I needed to hear from you. So by me putting my vibes out there and by me saying, hey, this is what I want to attract into my life, these good people who actually want to raise my vibrations and keep me on a higher mental state, guess what happened? I actually have that in my life now, and it would have never happened without networking through Anchor. So networking can be for a lot of different reasons. In my case, making new friends. Hey, Jason B. This is, of course, Tunica Drake from God's Gift Through His Word. So on today, um, Jason was speaking in his amazing um, podcast today, his episode about um, a fellow person uh, walking into an event and nervous and kind of unsure. And that would be me. (laughs) He doesn't have to mention the name. I'll do it for myself. Um, But I'm going to tell you guys something. When I'm listening to his, his episode, and I cannot believe how amazingly just wonderful the entire experience was just out of this world. So I'm going to probably have to do a few of these because, you know, I only get a minute. So I'll be right back. Okay, so this is, of course, Tanika Drake again from God's Gift Through His Word. I went into the event, and the event is called The Knot Wedding and Wire. So when I went today, I the whole way this whole thing um, <laughs> happened was so strange because I was doing IGs earlier today, taking pictures and videos of the marina because I like to show people different sites. So that's what I was doing, you know, showing that. And I said, you know, there's a great place over here that I can take another video of, or I can just take a quick picture. Well, lo and behold, I go drive over there to the place that's called The Crafted. And I went in there and of course there was like all this thing saying event park. I said, oh no, there's an event. So now what? Okay. And I will be back because this of course is short. Okay. And you know, as I'm saying, I was listening. 
I got a chance to take a selfie with this amazing woman that I had no idea who she was, but she was one of the speakers on the panel and her name is Pam Olson. Now, did I know I was going to be taking a picture with someone amazing and has a big business? No, I did not. And she was one of the speakers and she gave me a selfie and she is the director of catering and special events Avalon Hotel and Bungalows, and her name is Pam Olson, and I had no idea who she was, and just just like Jason was saying in this particular episode, it was an opportunity. It was an opportunity to not only see all these different people, wedding planners and videographers, it was also an opportunity for me to actually look at what I've done, because I will be right back. Okay, and so this will probably be my last one because I'm going to definitely do an episode about this in more in depth. But I had done a wedding um, some years ago for someone, and I'm going to share that experience. But so it wasn't too far off me being in this wedding event because I really do eventually want to do um, planning different events. I want to host my own conference, and every time I go to any of these events, these conferences, these workshops, I see how the event planners put things together. I see how they bring in all these people and all these helps in order to make the event a success, but you need a team. So as I sat there learning and listening about the different things that you do with social media, how to brand, how to create your persona, how to figure out the ideal person for your business, I said, this is business no matter what it is, and that includes Anchor. So I am out of here.